Hi there, I'm your host Kate. I grew up in Seattle, Washington around friends that were entrepreneurs or had parents that were. Throughout my different ventures, I came to a realization that I enjoy talking to people about their careers and listening to their inspiring stories. One day, I thought to myself, why not record these conversations and make it into a podcast? So here we are, and now these stories are available to you with the hope that you'll also find them inspiring. episode, I get to speak to Emily Jump, a cosmetic tattoo artist. She founded Columbus Cosmetic Inc., left her job, and through her business quickly doubled the salary she was earning at the office job while working less hours. Emily did all this in the middle of a pandemic and has been featured in news articles for her accomplishments. Join us on this episode as Emily breaks down the steps of how she went from discovering what she wanted to do growing her business, and quitting her office job. Uh, prior to starting Columbus uh, Cosmetic Inc., did you ever have a desire to own your own business? Uh, yeah. So um, when I was younger, or like in college, I feel like I feel like we all kind of sit there and we're just like, hmm, what do I see myself doing like in 20 years? Like, what are my goals? What are my dreams? And I was like, ah, I want to own my own business and I want to be the CEO and I want to call it Coco Cosmetics, um, because I had a dog for 15 years. And a lot of people don't know this. I, I, I need to put somewhere on my website because whenever I tell clients this, they start crying, not like I want them to, but, um, I did have a dog for 15 years and her name was Coco. Um, and she passed away like, um, a couple months before I started the business. And it was almost like, um, fate, I think, because I knew that I wanted to name a business like Coco Cosmetics, but I, and I want to do like a makeup line or something, but I like clean and vegan and natural, but I, that's just like a whole other world. So I, I felt like I had to scale it down uh, into something a little bit more realistic and discovering microblading and permanent cosmetics. I kind of just like morphed the two together. And that's how I came up with Columbus Cosmetic Inc. Uh, shortened to Coco Inc. <laughs> um, and then my signature brows are the Coco Brows and my phone number is one eight seven seven Coco Inc. And that was a whole coincidence how that number was available even. Um, but yeah, she, my dog was like, you know how they all say that like every person has like that special animal. Don't let my, my dog hear this right now, but he's, he's awesome too. I love, I love my current dog, <laughs> but, but she was like my spirit animal growing up, especially as a kid, you know, when we're on that like very spongy, vulnerable stages in our life. And we come home into that dog every day. Well, she was that dog to me. Um, so yeah, it, it's a very like sentimental, like, like background of the whole business. Cause I feel like when I give people the Coco brow, I feel like I'm living on her legacy, like <laughs> through her, their people's eyebrows. Like I give people the same feeling that she gave me. Um, and hopefully the brows last as long as possible. <laughs> so yeah. In college, I didn't have a social life. It was like my school and my dog. <laughs> so that was in my whole life and I got good grades. So it worked out. <laughs> yeah. so, so you did go to school? 
Yeah, so I went to I went to no, I went to university in Indiana. So I'm from Indiana. Um, I moved there. I've moved like over 20 times in my life. I'm settled now, but I know crazy. Um, so I moved to Indiana from Phoenix, Arizona, uh, and I believe it was 2007. Um, and so I feel like Indiana is probably like my home. Like I, I lived there the longest since like where I graduated high school and all that jazz. Um, so I lived there and I went to school there, uh, until December, 2019 when I graduated. Um, and I, graduated with a degree in business communications. Um, I did do a lot of like art classes and and that was like my passion, but, um, people always kind of like make art majors feel bad (laughs) about being art majors. So I never even considered it because I was like, oh, I don't want to be an art major because everyone makes fun of them. But um, I did take art classes, but ultimately I had more credits counting towards business. So that's what I wanted to graduate with because I just wanted to get out there as soon as possible. (laughs) Um, So that's what I graduated with. Um, And then as soon as that happened, I moved to Columbus because I had been dating my boyfriend for years at that point. um, And we were doing long distance. And the plan, I think, all along was for me to move to Columbus. And I think it was meant to be because you can't make cocoa ink out of Indianapolis. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have Columbus. Gotta have the cocoa. That's important. (laughs) And I I actually love it. I mean, like Coco Chanel. I know and that's that's what she was named after because she was originally yeah she was a blonde dog um and she was spelled c-o-c-o-a like like chocolate and my mom was like why is she named after chocolate so when we we adopted her we dropped the a and my mom was like it's coco like coco chanel I was like that's classy because she is classy (laughs) she's a classy dog so yeah perfect I love it so okay you went to school in Indiana Mm-hmm. You graduated with a business degree or business communications degree, mm-hmm. and then you moved to Ohio mm-hmm. and was your first job at the dental office? Yes. So as soon as I came to Ohio, um, right after the holidays, my first order of business was, okay, let's get a job with my degree. Cause I mean, that's what we all do when we graduate college, right? We're just like, okay, let's get a job with my degree. So I got my resume together, put my GPA on there, which I was very proud of, by the way. I had a 3.8. I didn't have a social life in college, so I'm really proud of that GPA. Um, so, um, yeah, I interviewed for a bunch of jobs. Um, a lot of them were really sketchy. Like, a lot of the marketing jobs um, are kind of scams. And I and I didn't realize, like, they wanted me to, s- like, sit in Walmart on a- at a booth and sell, like, I don't know, like timeshares or something. It was really weird. And, and it was, there was like, I kind of felt like pyramid scheming. I was going to say. Yeah. And I was, and I feel like they saw me as like a college graduate and they're like young, naive, let's take advantage of her. And I just like, I saw right through it. I was like, no, not me. Maybe the next person, but not me. And I'll, I'll never forget. I was sitting at this interview and she's like, this is how much you can make in six months. And she circled like a six figure digit. And I was like, this is too good for it to be true. I'm out of here. <laughs> like if something <laughs> seems too good to be true, it probably is. And always follow your gut feeling because your gut feeling is there by masterful design. Okay. Um, but I interviewed for the, the dental office and the doctor really liked me. He was like, can you come in on Monday? Like for training? Um, and I was like, sure. So, um, I got the job and I was pretty happy because, uh, the pandemic little did I know was starting in like three or four weeks from then. 
Um, and so the pandemic started and I still had my job and I felt really, really lucky that I just had a job at all because people were dropping jobs mm-hmm. like flies left and right. And I was just really, really thankful to be where I was at. Um, and the dental office opened pretty quickly, um, once the mandates were lifted because it was like essential. For, I mean, people, people's teeth hurt. So you started there, right? Like a few weeks before everything shut down. Yeah. February of 2020. Working in a dental office, you started seeing a lot of people come in with masks. Yeah. So that was kind of like the uh, epiphany turning point for me, if you will. It was like, of course, they were um, a general dentist. Like he was doing like implants and fillings and like people were in pain. Um, obviously, and he was fixing that. But the people that were coming in for like cosmetic work, I was like, are you really getting your teeth whitened right now? Like, mm, no one sees your mouth. Like, it was so weird. I was like, why are they getting their teeth whitened right now? Um, but it was like, I guess I'll tra- I'll transition into like the realization of like, why did I want to change what I was doing? Um, so I thought, Uh, you know, sitting at my gaming computer here that I love so much. I thought desk work would be great for me. I was like, I I think I'm going to be great at like a corporate job doing desk work. Um, And it took me doing it to realize that I didn't like it that much. Like I loved my coworkers to death, like so much, like they were awesome. Um, And I still talk to them, but the job itself was so boring to me and like repetitive. (laughs) And I was just like, it took me doing it to realize I didn't like it. And I was like, I need to be doing something with my hands right now. Like, and I was looking at the hygienists and the assistants and they got to wear scrubs and tennis shoes. And I was in khakis and ballet flats, um, sitting next to my heater because <laughs> I was so cold all the time. Dental office are cold. Um, and I was like, man, they get to walk around and like talk to people and work on people. It, uh, it looks so fun. And I was looking and I was even interested in doing hygienist work. Um, but then that wasn't, it wasn't a creative outlet and I wanted to do something creative with my hand. So I started like narrowing it down. Um, but I was, uh, really, and still am believe in the law of attraction. Um, so basically the idea that like attracts like, and the thoughts that you put out into the universe reflect what will come back to you. Um, so I didn't know what I wanted to do. Cause like the whole idea of law of attraction is like attract what you want. And then I was like, well, what if I don't know what I want? Um, and then some, I was one day I was listening to a podcast about law of attraction. They're like, if you don't know what you want, then you already do know what you want because you want to know what you want to know <laughs> basically. So just, <laughs> basically try to like ask for like what you want be like, I don't know what I want. So I want to know what I want. Basically. I know that sounds so confusing, but, um, so yeah, it was kind of like a lot of like, what do I want? Um, and you know what? I didn't give the whole story to the the class today, but I'll just tell the whole story to you. It's kind of long. Um, so back in 2017, fall of 2017, um, I took a, a semester off from college. I had actually gone to school in Georgia for a year and I didn't like it. Um, I only spent a whole year there and I decided to come back to Indiana. Um, so I drove all the way back to Indiana. And at that point I, I took a semester off from college and I didn't know what I wanted to do because I didn't like the school in, uh, Georgia. And so it was a lot of like self-reflecting and, 
try to figure out what I wanted to do. And so I remember thinking like, oh, well, I love skin, right? Because I was, um, I was a makeup artist, a traveling makeup artist for a charity marathon. And I worked at, um, or I got actually, it was that fall semester that I wasn't in school that I started working at Ulta. Um, and I remember touring a beauty school and the tour guide mentioned something about microblading. And it was like a light bulb went off. I was like, ding, 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 ding. I was like microblading. I was like, I've heard of that. That is super cool. And I, every single time I heard of microblading, I, I just was like this, like listening to people. I was like, what? I was like, you're tattooing your eyebrows? Like, that's crazy. Like, I just thought it was so interesting. Um, and it was one of those things that I was just like perked up in conversation about. Um, yeah. So, so something that always piqued your interest when you yes. heard it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and so she started t- she's talking that, and I think I just like ran out of that, uh, beauty school. And I just started researching microblading. And at the time there was just like nowhere that really was offering it. Like it was just very like no good training options. Yeah. It was like not big yet. And there was like a place in like Utah that offered training. And I was like, what is this? Like, it just felt like the universe was saying like, no, not yet you know? And I remember saying to my dad, I was like, dad, I want to do microblading. Like I want to be a cosmetic tattoo artist. And he was like, (laughs) yeah, maybe get your degree first. Um, so at that point I, um, I did, I went back to school and I got my degree. Uh, it took me, uh, two years from that point on to finish my degree. And I just chose the degree that would graduate me the fastest like I said, cause I just wanted to get out of there. Um, and then as soon as I graduated, I kind of forgot about the whole microblading thing. So that's why I went straight into the dental office. I made a vision board and I was like, do what I love for a living. Like happiness mm-hmm. is a choice. Like, um, like vision boards are awesome. And I totally more than anything in the world, if you want anything, go on Google, find a picture, print it out, cut it out, tape it, put it on a board and Mm -hmm. put it somewhere where you look every single day. Fast forward, September of 2020, you got a vision and found your purpose. Yes. It was like late September, early October. And that is when I started writing my business plan. Um, So I just brought up open Google docs. um, And I didn't even think like, I didn't think this is going to be my business plan. I was just like, let me just type down all of my thoughts. Like in one place, I was like, best places to train, like um, places to open a studio near me. Like who are my competitors? What is the demand? And then like, you can literally Google and find out how many people are searching for microblading in your city. And it's like a hundred every day. There's like a graph. I, um, Snapchat, like screenshotted that and put it, put it on there. And I was like, here's the demand and like, here's proof. And it was just kind of like, it was me trying to convince myself that this was a good idea. And I was like, here is like, um, how much money I'll make with this many appointments. And like, how this is what I'll charge at first. And like, this is how I'm going to get clients. And like, and then at, at the end, I was like, Hmm, why don't I just put a title page on here? And then that's when I added business plan to the top of it. And I just like Googled business plan templates. And, and I just found the ones that kind of resonated with me and made sense to like add to my personal business plan. So I just took bits and pieces from like each t- template and kind of put them together and made one that made sense for me. Um, and then I, at, at the end of it, I had this like super, super thorough, like, I'm so proud of it, like great business plan. And I was like, and I was thinking about how my dad said, get a degree first. Right. And I was like, 
I'm going to show this to my dad. <laughs> um, so it was, I had already signed up for training and everything. Like I put down the deposit, like and Christmas day of 2020, I gave him the business plan. I was like, what do you think? And he was like, what's this? And he like put on his dad glasses. And I was like, here's a red pen, mark it up. Cause I wanted him to feel like he could contribute and like make uh, changes to it. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm training next week. So like, I, it wasn't like me asking him, like, can I do this? Cause I was, I was 24 at that point. I was a grown woman. I was like, I'm doing this. <laughs> um, and he was like, okay. Um, and to this day, he'll admit, he says it's the, one of the best business plans he's ever written, but he didn't tell me that at the time, uh, obviously, cause he was trying to humble me, but, <laughs> um, so yeah, it was after that. And then at the time I also, um, so I wrote my business plan. I built my website uh, with Weebly, not sponsored, <laughs> but, and then I got the phone number from Grasshopper, also not sponsored, but this is everything I use. So I might as well just tell you, right. Um, and then I used uh, Acuity for my scheduling software, uh, Square for my payment system. Um, and then I realized that in order to get my microblading license, I need my first aid certification and my bloodborne pathogen certification. And once I had my microblading, bloodborne and first aid, um, and then I also got my machine shading course certification as well, because you can't microblade everybody. Um, and I want to give everyone brows. So I had to learn shading. Um, then I applied for my body art license and then I got my, um, liability insurance. And I also, um, got my business. Um, what is it called? I'm going a blank. Registered. Registered. <laughs> registered. Um, registered with my county. And luckily my county offers like a program to help small businesses get up and running. Don't ask me how I figured all this out because there is nowhere that says all of this. Like you have to look it up and do your own research and figure out what your state requires. And it does take a little bit of research, but if I can do it, anybody can do it. Okay. Like I, like, I'm not, I'm not special. I just, the only difference between me and anyone who hasn't done anything like this yet is I just told myself that I could really. No, that's great so far. So you wrote up a business plan and you showed your dad, which I uh, really admire because like you said before, your dad was like, get a degree first. And most parents will tell your kids that, you know, get your degree, focus on your school. And then um, many people uh, upon trying to get their degree, find out that's not where their passion lies. Yeah. So you found out your passion, you went for it, you got licensed um, and which you don't have a technology background at all. Do you like in terms of setting up the website and all that? No, but the Weebly and like, I think there's like Wix and Square, like a lot of them are so easy. Oh my God. They make it so easy to build a website. And like, I had like, like my tech friends, like guy friends that were like, I'll build your website. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it on my own. I'm just going to use one of these, these <laughs> templates. Um, yeah. and they're so easy. Like if you can make a slideshow presentation, you can make a website on Weebly <clears throat> and I have no tech background. So easy. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. So you are so resourceful. You um, pretty much got everything together that you needed to get started. Mm -hmm. um, and you did your research before that too. Um, next up is finding your first customers. How did you do that? Okay. So this is fun. Um, <laughs> so what I did was I obviously when I 
um, did my training, I got to work on models. Um, and one of my friends, um, in Cincinnati, oh my God, bless her heart. She trusted me to tattoo her face for the first time in my life. Um, <laughs> That's a good friend. She, a- I told her to this day, I was like, I will give you free eyebrows, lips, anything for the rest of your life because <laughs> you trusted in me. And that means like so much to me. Like she has a special place in my heart um, forever because I, I would not, I wouldn't trust anyone to like, you know? Um, I, know. I mentioned to you, my sister was interested in doing mm-hmm. it. And she's like, I think I'm going to order a kit. And then she's like, let me practice on you. And I'm like, I don't know about that. And this is my own sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, ha- make sure she, you don't practice on real people. You practice on fake skin and then you don't work on an actual person until you're ready. And like your trainer is like right over your shoulder watching your every move. Yes. Um, and Tattooing that's is a permanent, I mean, it's pretty permanent. It's pretty freaking permanent. <laughs> um, like people will have retention for years, um, like years and years, because some people's skin is just, um, it doesn't regenerate as fast as like the younger skin type. So it does last a long time, um, which most people love. But um, yeah, I think there's a common misconception between semi-permanent, permanent makeup. Um, I call it permanent because I think it lasts a long time, <laughs> at least the, the, the pigments I use. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, anyway, so I got my models down. So I had two models from microblading and one model from powder brows. So that means I had what, like six to 12 before and after photos. Um, that's all I had was those three models. Um, so I took my friend's photo, um, because I thought those ones looked the best to me. And I, do you know what next door is the app? Yeah. Yeah. So I went on Nextdoor and I didn't make a business account or anything. I just literally had posted like I was posting like about the snow or, you know, the dumpsters picking up trash. Like I posted as like a person like on the public profile. And I was like, I posted a photo of my friend and I've been in big black, big black letters. I wrote models wanted. And then I titled it free microblading. And I said, what's up, everybody? My name is Emily, and I'm the owner of Columbus Cosmetic Inc. Um, I am certified by blah, blah, blah. These are all the benefits of microblading. Here is my website. Here is the link to schedule. If you have any questions, let me know. Just click the model button, and I'll give you free eyebrows Um, in exchange. And I said I was doing it for marketing purposes. So I put the phone down, and within a couple hours, I was getting like four five appointments and I was so excited oh my god to get your first like people even if they're not paying anything they they thought that one picture was good um yeah, and they they're trusting wanted. you yeah, yeah they're trusting me I was like oh my god like my heart was beating so fast um so I had about like 12 appointments um at that point and I decided to go to bed that night and I was like I'm just gonna leave it there and I'll go to bed and wake up and then I'll close it. Right. I went to bed that night and I woke up the next day to like 40 appointments. It was so many. And mind you, I only see four new people a week because I also have to see touch-ups after six weeks. So that way I see eight people a week. So I see four new and four touch-ups. Um, because mind you, I was still working at the dental office. Right. So you had a full-time job. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, what have I done? So my biggest, biggest, biggest regret of everything 
do as I say, not as I do, um, was taking too many full, uh, taking too many free models. I shouldn't have taken that many. It was a huge mistake. Um, but I was just high on the idea of getting appointments. And I, and at the time, um, I didn't see myself worriedly of being paid for what I was doing. Um, so that's why I didn't cap it sooner. Um, and I should have not have gone to bed that night before, (laughs) before closing it. Um, so So yeah, these models, um, did it work out? Did it work out? Like, are they returning customers? Did they refer other friends? So I told them all, I was like, please tell everyone, you know, about me here are my business cards, please send me a selfie, please make a post about me. Um, and they did. And, over time, um, they started leaving me reviews on Google, um, and they started referring real people to me. Um, and cause I would make like, when you're sitting with someone for three hours, you make a pretty solid connection with that person. Cause it's just you and them in a 97 square foot room. And it's a very delicate personal procedure. You're tattooing their face. Um, so I feel like I made genuine connections with every single person. So they felt a connection with me and then they trusted me enough to like tell their friends and family about me. Um, and I'll, I'll always value that more than anything. Like word of mouth is like the most like commendable thing a client can do, um, is tell someone they love about your work, um, to someone they care about. So they would tell people about me. And so real clients started pouring in and I'll never forget my first paying client. (laughs) She came to me, um, and I finished. And when we were done, I was like, okay, do you have any questions? And she was like, don't I have to pay? And I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right here. (laughs) So, and it was like, so bizarre. (laughs) to like get money I was like my heart was being so I was like she's paying right now I was like she's paying me um and I had to spend yeah, like real I know and <laughs> at that point I had spent like thousands and thousands of dollars I was like oh my god this little bit is gonna get me up so much I'm so excited um so yeah and she walked out and I was like oh my god I can't believe someone just paid me it was like crazy um and then and then I remembered for sure for the second client who paid me I was like okay are you ready to pay (laughs) Uh, I was a little bit more confident um but yeah and then over time um I started getting booked out with real clients and then my um, business started bumping up on Google because I was getting more reviews. Um, So then people were searching me and finding my name um, and they liked my work. And I just couldn't even believe that people liked what I was doing. Um, And I always knew that I was going to be good at it. um, But I didn't think I would be like, not like I was really, really good when I first started, but I was better than I thought I would be. just because I feel like I've had so much experience with just makeup and in general and like art. Um, so I knew that I would have like a natural knack for it. Um, but having someone else like trust you and want you to put your art on their face and pay you for it and even travel for it is like, it's so humbling. Like I can't even explain, like it feels so good. Um, so yeah. And then over time I woke up one day and I was like, I've got real paying clients booked out like a month and I'm still working at the dental office. Cause I was working like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and every other Saturday, um, at the dental office. And then, um, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and every other Saturday doing brows. Um, and I didn't have a day off for like ever. 
Um, unless someone canceled on me last second, which did happen because I didn't understand calling people to confirm appointments and not taking deposits because they were free. So there was no deposit to make, um, which really I should have had people deposit and then I should have returned the whatever. A lot of mistakes were made. <laughs> and well, I was thinking, I was like, wait, don't we have to do that in the dentist's office? Do what? Um, calling to confirm appointments. Yeah. And that's where I learned to do that. I, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I, like yeah, I said, there, yeah, there were mistakes made, but yeah, I actually learned a lot of what I know from working at the dental office. I think everything happens for a reason. And I know now to call people every Monday. Are you coming to your appointment, Shannon? And then she'll be like, yes, I'll be there. I was like, okay, make sure you review the confirmation email, avoid alcohol, caffeine, and any blood thinners 48 hours before the appointment, and I'll see you there. Um, so yeah, yeah now I do that. Down. Yeah. And <laughs> I also now, whenever someone calls me to schedule, I also, um, I say, do you, would you like to be added to the cancellation list? And most people are like, heck yeah, put me on there. Um, and so now I have a whole list of people that if someone does cancel and they don't text me back, I'll just wow. start going through the list. I'm like, Hey, I just had an opening for this Saturday. Want to come in? And it's usually like one or two people in and they're like, yep, I'll come on in. So I never have any, um, gaps in my schedule. And yeah. I learned that from the dental office too. Um, so I learned a lot from working there. Um, but yeah, um, so that's how I started getting real clients. And that's when I decided to quit my job at the dental office. Cause I realized that I was working way too much. Um, my mental health was severely suffering and I, I just felt like I was wearing myself thin. And that's my advice to anyone who's juggling, um, a full-time job and a side hobby. Don't quit your full-time job until you are busting at the seams. Once you're busting at the seams, that's your cue. Um, but push yourself as long as you can until you get there. Um, because that's your sign that it's time to quit and take that business and all the way home basically so at this point you have um a long list of customers and appointments booked out for months um and you approach the your boss at the dental office and said hey i'm quitting what was his reaction um well he gave me a watermelon that day because i had made his logo and it was really good by the way but he gave me watermelons so I, I told him I really really loved Costco watermelons by the way the watermelons at Costco are like so good in the summer because don't get watermelons any other time but they're like <laughs> perfectly red and juicy and he was like here Emily I got you a watermelon and I was like shoot because that was the day I was gonna <laughs> quit and I was like oh no we got me a watermelon this this is, makes it so much harder I don't know why um so uh because he had a Costco membership and I didn't because <laughs> he asked me he's like what do you want because I you made that logo what do you want and I was like I'll take a watermelon I don't know what's wrong with me um hey I'm putting in my two weeks I'm so sorry like my business is like doing really good and um and, and do you have any idea you had a business Oh yeah. I told him like months before and I was so nervous to tell anyone there. I was like, yeah. I think I told like a couple girls, like a couple assistants and like, it started like, I slowly started telling more people. Um, but I was just really, really worried about what they would think. Cause I, I was yeah. afraid of telling people because I didn't know if it, I was like, <laughs> like, I didn't believe it was real until like it was real you know um and but not yeah. only that I feel like there's a stigma like when you're working for someone and yeah. then you tell them hey I'm also doing this on the side or yeah. business and they're like wait you're working here 
or maybe like another fear is like fear of competition yeah I don't know if any of those thoughts came to you I think yeah I think that they were just nervous about me eventually quitting which I did Um, and that was in the back of my mind like I went into it thinking I'm eventually going to quit this and do this full-time like that was like my goal Um, and I I think they were worried about me not taking that job as my first priority and I didn't (laughs) Um, at least once I started doing like the business plan and stuff Um, but yeah it was like really hard to like break that to people because I'm so not confrontational at all like I, I'm an extrovert, ex- extrovert, extrovert, um, <laughs> in social settings, but I'm not like con, 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 what's the confrontational. Word? Yeah, no, that, that. that's a hard thing. It's not yeah. easy to do. Yeah. I'm really and awkward. I, 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 avoid, <laughs> I try to avoid confrontation too, but I think I've become better at it, but yeah. it, is hard. Yeah. it gets better as you get older or maybe it goes <laughs> the opposite direction. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's different. Um, Okay, so at this point, you left your dental office, and I see here that annually you are making thirty four thousand five hundred a year at the dental office. Mm-hmm. And once you left there to go full time on your um, brow business, how much were you making by then? Well, without being able to fill my schedule because I. I went so long without having that cancellation list and calling to confirm appointments. I was only making like, like four grand a month, um, for, for like the first couple of months. And then once I implemented that strategy, which I recommend to everybody who's listening to this, um, that's when I, my sales really, really started going forth. Cause I prioritized a full schedule, prioritize a full schedule. Um, and you will make money. (laughs) Um, that's how it works, right? The more you work, the more money you make. So, um, yeah, then it started, um, going up because last year I was charging 400 for microblading, um, 400 for powder and 450 for my cocoa brow, which is microblading with shading. It's like a combo brow. I just gave it a cute name for branding purposes. Um, (laughs) um, so yeah, I was making whatever 425 ish, but, um, not including tips. Um, so that number that you see there from the seven, tw- seven, 7,200 to the 8,750, that's included, that's including like, uh, tips too. Um, okay. so that's how that number like changed there. Um, yeah. and so, and then, so that, but that's how about- you were going from your dentist salary to $4,000 a month. That was already more than what you were making at the dentist's office. To begin yeah, with. it was. It was like double what I was making at the dental office, even not even getting that yeah. many appointments. Like it was, I was like, wow, I can have a lot of free time and make like way more money not working these 12 hour shifts because yeah. the shifts were like so, se- 7 a.m. Yeah. to 7 p.m. Like they were. That, so that was a no brainer. Yeah, um, <laughs> basically. Yeah. So like work less, but make more. Yeah. And, and then you went with your guts, you went full time and here you are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I've actually your second year. Almost? Um, is it two years my ago? first year anniversary will be March 11th. So oh I haven't goodness. even done this a full year yet. <laughs> and I oh raised my, my prices January yeah. 1st. I raised them a hundred dollars. Oh yeah. I mean, especially with inflation going on right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Okay. Um, so one question for you, I have is um, there's a huge trend that occurred mainly due to uh, during the time of COVID, like after COVID started, um, there was a huge trend, otherwise known as the Great Recession, where people voluntarily leave to find work that was a better environment, more suitable. Um, people were feeling burnt out and were pursuing jobs with more purpose. Um, you seem to have found your purpose and um, and a, like a fulfilling job. So what advice would you give someone that's searching for that purpose? Sure. So good question. Um, so of course, like I said, um, if you don't know what you want, ask to know what you want, basically. Like go go to sleep every night and say, I'm so glad that I know what I want to do with my life. Like just something as simple, that simple affirmation, say that just a couple times right before you fall asleep. Um, and then once, if, if, if you, if you don't know what you want to do and you have a lot of different talents, like, or different interests. Um, and that's, that's the case for most people. I mean, we all have more than one interest, right? Like, like you might really like sewing and cooking and like all this other stuff. Like it's okay to like, like it's, you want to hone in on the one that can help society, like make them happy. So like, um, I think that that is the most important thing. Like, let me backtrack a little bit. I worked at a pizza place in high school. And when I worked at this pizza place, it was so fun because Pizza is a fun thing. You only do pizza when you're partying. Um, it's a celebration thing, like soccer teams, like you won the soccer game, like pizza is a celebratory thing. So when people come to the pizza place, they were always so happy. And I was like, oh my God, I love, I love this. Like, I love seeing people happy all the time. So like all of us at the salon who do nails, hair, esthetician work, brows, like the clients that are coming to see us, that is their special time. Like you go to the hair stylist and like, you love talking to your hairstylist. You love getting your nails done. You feel pampered. Like that's your fun time. So you're in a good mood. Um, and so I, I, that is why I feel like I love what I do because my clients are excited to get their brows done. You know, I mean, I get some nervous people every now and then, but I, I talk them out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically it's like, what can you do? Like, which skill do you have that you can service to people and make them happy with it? I mean, that is the key. And it's okay to have all those other things that you're interested in. Like I am a vegan of almost eight years. And when I first went to college, I really wanted to be um, a registered dietitian, which I didn't do because too much math and science classes. <laughs> and I'm an artist, remember? Um, so I was not into that. Um, so you kind of have to like um, narrow it down and hone in on one thing. Um, and that doesn't mean that your other hobbies don't exist. You can still do them on the side on the weekends or for fun. Like um, they say, like have one hobby that makes you money, one creative outlet and one that keeps you fit. You know, like I'm a cosmetic um, cosmetic tattoo artist that loves to rollerblade and eat healthy vegan meals, um, and do makeup and, uh, do my own nails. And like, you know, it's, it's like, it's normal to have all these things. Um, so yeah, you feel over, I know it's overwhelming, but it, once you know, like kind of think about each thing and how you can do, um, that one thing to help 
others. And that is the thing that you should focus on. You have reached the end of this episode. We apologize for the abrupt ending and we'll be working on transitions for future episodes. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on our website at www.dayoneway.com or follow us on social media.